0: You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 197. Well, hey there, impact driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Today, I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable with you. And hopefully you'll get a little bit vulnerable with me so we can have an honest conversation about where you are and what you need to support you on the journey you're on today. This episode is sponsored by the Impact Accelerator Mastermind. This is our hands-on deep support system for PMO leaders, strategy delivery leaders, transformation leaders, and we even have some operations and IT leaders in this group. We support you step-by-step-by-step through your journey to build a PMO or strategy or transformation organization the right way the first time so that you can get your seat at the table much faster. The work you do in your organization is not just about templates, tools, and process. It's not even about the step-by-step process we take you through to create or elevate your organization. It's also about you, the leader, your leadership development, your influencing skills, the way you bring people through the change process, and making sure you know how to communicate the value you're adding to the organization. That's what we're doing in the Impact Accelerator Mastermind. So if you want to join the fabulous students that I'm going to share a little bit about today in this vulnerable episode, check out pmostrategies.com forward slash coaching. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash coaching. And by the way, if you're not familiar with what a mastermind is, it means that you're learning not just from me, but from other coaches, from other thought leaders, from your peers that are doing this work inside organizations. You see, our group has grown such that we have people that are just starting out and very senior people all supporting each other in this process. So if you are a PMO leader, a strategy delivery leader, a business transformation, yes, even Agile transformation leader, you will find that this group is perfect for you to give you the coaching and guidance, support, hands-on review of all of your things, answering your toughest questions, and celebrating your wins, which by the way, our folks in this program have wins all the time. It's the norm for somebody to go from frustrated and overwhelmed to making a huge impact so much faster. And so if you'd like the support of those around you that are doing the same hard work in their organizations, definitely check it out. That's PMOstrategies.com forward slash coaching. I'd love to welcome you into the program. Now, speaking of this program, I have to get really vulnerable with you. You see, I cried hard, very hard. I cried so hard that I was having trouble breathing. I was so overwhelmed with emotion. What was I doing? I was reading about our students and participants in our Impact Engine and Impact Accelerator Mastermind programs sharing their journey. You see, I'm writing a book and I really hope it comes out in early 2024. We shall see. The publishing process is a long one, but I've been busy working on my book. And as I was thinking about who I really wanted to write this book for, it was for them, it was for the coaching and Impact Engine System students that have been with me for years. I wanted to make sure that I had their stories, their journeys in mind as I was putting this book together, because they are a representation of you. They're a representation of the journey you're going on, and they have had the benefit of coming out on the other side. You see, many of them started their journey in a very similar place. They started with overwhelm, frustration, feeling like they couldn't get that stakeholder support, feeling like they couldn't get buy-in, they couldn't make progress, that no matter what they tried to implement, it just wasn't doing the job, and executives were frustrated and didn't seem to understand the value that the PMO or strategy delivery team could bring to the table. But then they found our program, and when they joined the program, they started having these aha moments, these these insights about the things that changed for them in this process. They started experiencing really big wins really quickly. In fact, they have so many wins so frequently, it's just the norm. And if someone isn't having huge wins repetitively, I start to wonder if they're engaging in the process because when they do, it just works. We have a 100% success rate with this program if you do the work. You can't just join and then not participate, but if you participate, you have so many big wins. And so I have this survey that all of these people completed, all of these fabulous students and program participants. And I asked them questions like, where were you when you first joined? What were your biggest challenges? Where were you frustrated? If you had any doubts about your ability to do this work, what did that feel like? And I asked them to share the very first aha moments that they had. And the biggest takeaways they've learned along the way. And what really got me was when I asked them what they would tell their former selves. You see, many of them, actually probably all of them have heard me say, I wish I had me when I was you. And what that means to me is, gosh, I really wish I had someone as dedicated as I am to the success that I was trying to create way back when I first started doing this work. You see, I built my first PMO in 1999 and I had no idea what I was doing. So I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And when I did start figuring out, okay, this is a PMO. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I'm supposed to do it. The supposed to's were all based on all of these books, these big, heavy books filled with templates and methodology and process and tools and stuff, and a lot of theory about what the perfect PMO should look like. And what I found is that when I tried to apply all of this in my organization, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. And my executives and my stakeholders started running in the other direction. So I had to figure out what really did work. And to do that, I had to make a lot of mistakes. Now today, those mistakes make excellent stories and teaching points. But back then, boy, was it frustrating. I kept thinking, I'm doing the stuff that I was told I should do, right? And so why isn't this working? And after I had built a few PMOs, I would think, okay, well, I know the medicine you need to take now, big mistake. And so I would try and start forcing what I thought to be best on people instead of really truly assessing the organization for impact opportunities like I teach our students now. Once I learned all of what it really does take, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, all the lessons learned, being in that role for 15 years, and then the last 10 years supporting clients and students and program participants all over the world, I have so many lessons learned to share. And the whole reason I started my company is I kept finding myself saying, gosh, I really wish I had me when I was you. Someone that could shortcut this process, somebody that could help me do it the right way much faster and make it easier for me so that I didn't have to learn everything the hard way, that I didn't have to feel so frustrated, I didn't have to feel so overwhelmed. And that's truly The reason I started PMO Strategies 10 years ago, because I wish I had me when I was you. I want to make it easier for you. And so when I started reading basically the I wish I had me when I was you kind of insights that people were saying that they would tell their former selves, I just lost it. In fact, I'm worried I'm going to have a little tough time getting through this episode without starting to cry again, because it was just so cool to see How far each of them had come. I am so very proud of them, so proud of all the progress they've made and the hard things they had to figure out how to do, the work they've done to invest in themselves and their success, and invest in learning the right way to do things so that they didn't have to do things the hard way. You see, I get it. So many people think they can just Google their way to a PMO or they can just download a bunch of free resources and piece them all together and figure it out well you know what's happening when you're doing that your stakeholders are running out of patience with you they are frustrated that you're not getting it done and so you start stressing and worrying that you're not going to get it done right and so then you just start shoving templates at people and process stuff and well we should implement a methodology because so and so said that's what we should do and you get further and further away from what really works So what's so cool about what these program participants are experiencing is they're acknowledging their own journey, acknowledging the progress they've made and giving themselves permission to put themselves first to get those big results faster, to do it the right way the first time or learn a new way to do it from this point forward and really take responsibility for their success. So I thought I'd share some of the insights that they had that they would have shared with their former selves. And I hope it is helpful to you to hear what your peers are saying they wish they knew, they wish they understood, or the really important things that they wish they knew when they were you. For example, one person said that they wish they had known that there were better and more structured ways of improving performance for the PMO and the projects than a trial and error kind of approach. Another person shared that they would have told themselves to be wide open, more vulnerable, soak it all in, maintain a deep immersion, ask as many questions as possible, and make full use of the time they had with their peers to ask questions and be a part of their own learning and development and really diving in. They also talked about understanding the role as a PMO leader much differently, and that it was really about bringing people through change and that people react differently to change and their familiarity with the change will determine how they engage in the process. And that if the change is the right thing to do and people don't understand why it's needed and how it's going to impact them, then making that change sustainable is going to be so much harder. And a big theme that came up, and this is often where people would get stuck, is not investing the time in learning and their development and making sure that they went through the process. You see, if anybody gets stuck, it's because they would treat this program like it was a training course that they had to do on nights and weekends, instead of focusing on it being a step-by-step implementation system designed to help them do their jobs better, not just learn how to do something. It actually takes you step-by-step in doing your job whether it's building a PMO or strategy delivery team or rescuing one, or just needing to elevate and get more value. And then all the things that go with that around organizational change management, stakeholder engagement, building your own leadership skills and capabilities, getting a seat at the table, all that stuff is in this program. And occasionally we have people that don't invest the time to actually take advantage of everything they have there in front of them. Yet sometimes... Those people will just try and hit Google or ChatGPT and say, what's the answer to this? Do not trust those sources. I'm telling you, ChatGPT thinks that I've written multiple books and I'm working on the first one right now. And it did get right that I was a top global PMO influencer, but then it came up with all these certifications that I don't have, books that I haven't written. So it gets information pretty confused. (laughs) So I definitely wouldn't rely on that. And I know at least several months ago when I started asking what it thought the role of the PMO was, it was pretty wrong. It seems to be getting a little bit better now. Uh, so I know that they must be getting better inputs, but you can't trust Googling or chat GPTing your way to a PMO or strategy delivery team. You really have to invest in the right information and invest time in learning how to do your role. Because if you started as a project manager or scrum master or any other project execution kind of a role, you might believe that you should have those skills in order to do this role. And you don't actually need those skills at all. In fact, sometimes people without any of those skills do better because they ask more questions. They ask questions about the business problem they're solving and figure out how to do the role based on what the stakeholders' challenges are. And that's exactly what you want. So one important lesson learned from a lot of them was if they got stuck, it was because they didn't invest the time in learning, in their self-development, and in what it would take to do this role correctly, what it would take to be successful in this role. And that includes investing the time in building stakeholder relationships and going through the assessment process that we teach them, for example, to build stakeholder relationships, understand the business pain points and really engage stakeholders in the whole journey, right? That organizational change management. So I'm hoping that helps you as you're thinking about how you invest your time. Because taking time during your workday to learn how to do your job better is a part of the job. And I know a lot of executives these days and hiring managers are expecting you to come to the table with these skills already. And so it's really important that you get those skills quickly. And you may not have time in the nights and weekends. You may have to do it during the day. So just make sure you do it, whatever that looks like. Invest the time, block your calendar, take your own learning and development seriously and understand that you must invest, not just in your learning, but in doing the things that are gonna help you be successful in this role, like building those relationships with stakeholders. You cannot be focused on working in the PMO while you're working on the PMO You have to have time to do both. And on a similar vein, there was another conversation that I had with my coaching group actually yesterday when I'm recording this. And it kind of feeds into some of the lessons learned that people have had in the program. And that is to take the time to do the work, right? to go through the process, not skip steps. There's a lot of pressure to show results quickly. In fact, one of the great benefits of the program is that you have all of these great things that you can show your business leaders about your plan for the first 90 days and what you're going to accomplish and some of the outcomes you can experience, etc. And sometimes when our program participants start showing their boss or their sponsor what they're doing, they actually start getting a lot of pressure from them to go faster they're like, great, can we do this tomorrow? Why does it have to take 90 days? Can we do it faster? How fast can we make this happen? And sometimes those same business leaders are also only giving you like 10% of your time to work on this. And the other 90% is managing projects or supporting some big program or initiative is happening or addressing other things that have nothing to do with the role of building or running a PMO. And so they don't even realize that they're basically tying your hands behind your back, putting a blindfold on you and tying your legs together so that you don't even have the ability to get any real momentum. So what I shared with them were some techniques on how to have the right conversations with business leaders and continue to bring them through the journey and lean into the excitement they have and work with them to figure out the best ways to accelerate things. For example, they want the results, but they don't even realize that they're the ones standing in the way from them actually happening by giving you no capacity to work on these things. So one of the things that we teach them in the mastermind is how to have good conversations with the business leaders so that they can help them understand their role in success. And this is not just setting up the PMO. These are conversations you need to learn how to have with all of your business leaders around the whole portfolio, right? Because what most of you are experiencing is that your business leaders prioritize everything as number one priority, and then only give you partial resources to work on things, and then wonder why you can't get it all done. I mean, prioritization is one of the most common challenges that we hear about across organizations and industries and all over the world. And I get it. I have been a CEO for 10 years and I drive my team crazy wanting things yesterday. And I also know better. So I work with them to actually prioritize things and plan things out. And then that energy and excitement to move things faster sneaks in again. And then I have to kind of remember, okay, I have to prioritize. They can only do so many things at once. So I understand where they're coming from. And you might actually too, because... You want to do some really cool things, for example, with your PMO. And so you want to roll out a bunch of services and capabilities all at once. And I get it. It's exciting to have some really cool things that you can do to help people. If you're like me, my biggest challenge was always saying no to things because I really wanted to give everybody what they needed to be successful as quickly as possible. And that carries over into my business because I'm always looking at new services and ways to support our mastermind students and help people with new training and other resources and more, 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 more. And so I have to remind myself that I need to prioritize and that going step by step through a process will get me to better outcomes. So one of the lessons that you may take away from this and that some of them wish they could tell their former selves is to trust the process to trust themselves, to lean into the process, and really invest in doing the work to get to those big results they're looking for. One of them said, remember to focus your time and your energy on the areas the business feels are the most important. That person was referring to how I always teach them to give them what they want before you give them what they need. Give the business leaders what they want to address their pain points right away, Not the solutions, but the pain points they want addressed. And then over time, you'll build credibility and you can give them more of the other things that they need that maybe aren't as pretty, but are definitely as effective. This person went on to say, although you may see the bigger picture, you will get better success to fix the problems they see first and don't expect to get it perfect and state all at once. You have to meet them where they are and just keep improving. It's okay to improve in pieces. And I'm so proud of this person for saying that uh, like I am with all of them, because what she's talking about is iterating your way to impact and making some progress early and then creating this continuous value delivery cycle to continue to improve on what you've already built. You see, you don't have to have some big portfolio management solution when you start. In fact, I discourage that. First, let's build the requirements we need by actually starting with a simple spreadsheet That gives your stakeholders a list of the projects. Most business leaders will say, I don't even know what's going on in this organization. So give them the list first. Give them the list of projects. Then you can start adding a few variables. You can iterate your way to impact all day long with that kind of an approach and you get some momentum. And then what you really can do that's pretty cool is make the iterations of that, let's say the spreadsheet or your dashboard of the portfolio, their idea. You see, because as you start putting information in front of them, they'll start asking better questions, and then those better questions will lead to the other data points that you can start adding to this spreadsheet to get the right columns to drive the information they need to make those educated and informed decisions. And then you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep going. But if you just waited until you had the perfect spreadsheet, the perfect portfolio, or until you rolled out a software tool, you have lost months and months, sometimes years, of valuable improvements. And that's one of the things that came through in this survey feedback as well, was that early and often progress and value and dripping out those new features over time and not waiting for perfection was a huge learning for them that really helped to improve their progress. There were so many other insights and ideas that I took away from this survey that the program participants filled out. And I will definitely share more over time and certainly put a lot of this advice in the book, which I cannot wait to share with you. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so great and hopefully helps to accelerate your progress even more. And if you are one of our Impact Engine participants or Impact Accelerator Mastermind participants, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to support you on the journey. And for everyone listening, I just want to leave you with something to think about. The work you do matters. You're working in an organization that has a strategy that needs to get delivered. And most of the people in the organization, in fact, usually about 95% of them, according to Harvard Business Review, don't understand that strategy. They don't know why they're there doing the work they're doing. And... When people aren't aligned right from the start on what it is that they're trying to accomplish, it's going to be a lot harder to get there. And this is where you come in. Your role is to help the organization define and deliver and realize the benefits of that strategy in a way that drives the highest possible return on investment as quickly as possible. You have a very important role in your organization and the people you work with need you and they need you at your best. So do whatever it takes for you to be at your best because the future of your organization depends on it. You can help an organization go from struggling and frustrated and culturally just a disaster to an impact engine where everyone is aligned and focused and driving towards better business outcomes. You have that power. I know you do because there is no one better in an organization to do this kind of work. And so it's important that you invest in yourself, that you understand the power that you can actually bring to an organization, and that you do whatever it takes for your own learning to invest the time in really focusing on doing this job right, and in finding the right people to support you on that journey whether it's us and you join our Impact Accelerator Mastermind so you're surrounded by your peers doing this work or become one of our awesome clients that we support with PMO Strategies and our PMO Success Coaches or someone else. I have a fabulous network of peers all around the world. Several of us got together and started the International PMO Day that I announced recently. There's a lot of great people that are doing hard work to help you because they wish they had what they now teach back when they were originally doing this work. So just don't go on this journey alone. Find the voice that resonates with you best, lean in, learn as much as you can, invest in yourself to learn what you need to learn so that you can do what you need to do so that you can create an impact engine for your organization. We're here for you, we've got your back, and we wanna support you every step of the way. With that said, I am excited to share with you that I am creating a book and I cannot wait to get it in your hands and I will share more insights and ideas and learnings on my own journey that will hopefully help make your journey easier than it was for those of us that came before you. And if you are interested in joining us in the Impact Accelerator Mastermind, just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash coaching where you can learn a little bit more about what we're doing to elevate the impact of your peers all around the world. And if you love these podcasts, please hit subscribe, download the podcast so that they're on your mobile device and going with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. I look forward to sharing more next week. Bye bye for now.